اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وين الانرجي طاقه كيف من يذكرنا الاسبوع اللي فات عن شنو تكلمنا نسيت انا تاز الفرق بين القوة الشيطانية والرحمانية من يذكرنا شو الفرق بين الاثنين شنو صفات الرحمن شنو صفات الشيطان يعني هاي البيج ونز كونكشن واوردر مالي ذيس وير ذا توب ونز عليكم السلام يونيتي صح يونيتي يونايت اللي هو مثل كونكشن ان اواي صح ولا لا والشيطان از مور اباوت كاتنج اوف اتس مور اباوت كيوس اتس مور اباوت ديفايدنج صح فالعكس <تصفيق> على فكره أنا قلت لكم إنه what is الرحمن هلا شلون؟ الرحمن الرحمن شنو الصورة التي في بالكم لما نب we want to understand who الرحمن is what picture comes to your mind؟ إيه العمل صالح بس ليش قاعد أسمع أصوات وايد هني؟ تكرون قلت لكم the womb of a mother This is what a womb of a mother looks like. Okay. تلاحظون شلون everything is in order. Food is coming. Water, clothes. ما في clothes طبعاً. بس housing is there. Shelter, safety, protection, unity, order, connection. Everything is connected. تعرفون هاي this rope. What is it called? This rope. Umbilical cord. But there's a connection between the mother and the baby. Okay? High concept of Rahma or Rahman. Okay? And everything is connected and there's full support. You don't need to worry about anything. It's the opposite. doesn't care about connection. He wants to disconnect you from society. He wants to disconnect husbands from wives. He wants to disconnect parents from children. He wants to disconnect... One neighbor from another neighbor. صح ولا لا؟ صح. الرحمن wants you to be organized, disciplined, كل شيء in order. الشيطان wants you to be messed up, disorganized, messy. Your shoes are all all over the place. Your bedroom is messed up. Your school is messed up. The way you manage your homework is messed up. Everything about your life is messed up. Okay. على فكرة another thing that's interesting about الرحمن versus الشيطان الرحمن it's a symbol of graduality slow progression how long does it take for the baby to come out of the womb of the mother nine months ما شاء الله تعرفون شلون okay movies so nine months could Allah have made the baby come out in one month ليش why did he keep it nine She knows it's serious, and it's yeah, and the attachment grows, and 
The baby develops in the womb of the mother. Very good. Ooh. At the same time, it teaches us patience, doesn't it? It teaches us patience and it teaches us uh, the idea of, and this is something precious. You need to take care of it. Okay? For everything is slow. Nafsishay, when it comes to plants, when you plant a seed in the ground, does it come up overnight? Do you see apples and oranges growing overnight? Well, takes a long time. Graduality. Everything takes time. Who, the farmer? Yeah, yeah the farmer. Got to be a very patient man. And he doesn't get a monthly paycheck. The season. Seasonal, exactly. So every season, when the crops يعني, grow, harvest time is where, where he celebrates. Who can tell me what are things gradual in nature around us? You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how did he make graduality part of this creation of the world and the universe? Hmm? Global warming. Okay, so we're harming earth gradually. But I'm talking about positive things, Alhain. Rahmani. Rahmani graduality. Today it rained. But rain, does it happen? The sun is out, blue sky, and all of a sudden rain? Well, that takes time. You see the clouds getting together, it gets dark, shway shway. Drops fall, and then it's heavy rain. And then, I heard there were hails also. Yeah? you going to school. Do you graduate? Overnight? No. How long does it take? It takes 12 years. By the way, did you ever think, and who decided, and now you have to study 12 years? Albert Einstein. Allah? <laughs> Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, no. It's just some uh, Prussian guys in, in a country called Prussia who decided that school has to be this way, and the entire world is following that same system. But maybe it's about time we change that system. Prussia was an old country between Germany and Russia. You can look it up on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, I don't know what was the deal. It was something very old ago. <laughs> anyway, getting back on track. Graduality in studies and learning. Graduality and having wisdom in your life. Graduality in love. Do you fall in love overnight? Mm. By the way, this idea of love at first sight, <laughs> it's not love. It's not love. It's something else. Then a real love, according to studies, <coughs> happens six months after marriage. And we're talking about specific love to do with the male and the female, the husband and wife. Okay? It happens when? Six months after Marriage. That's the real love. Uh, Everything before is all infatuation. It's lust. It's, it's all other other forms of love where other things are distracting you. But the real love comes after six months, after the baby. And the more babies you have, the more the love grows. It's an ongoing process. Okay, this graduality. Hatta the sun rising and setting. Isn't it gradual? The moon, the phases of the moon. Isn't it gradual? The month, every month, every day, the moon 
gets bigger until mid-month it's a full moon and then it decreases Graduality For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent, put for us signs of graduality all around us in creation As we are busy on Instagram and WhatsApp and Facebook and just playing games and PlayStation And we don't realize that we fall into the traps of shaitan which is you know Rahmani. He doesn't want graduality. What does he want? What would be the opposite of graduality? Quick. Give me ideas of quick shaitani acts. Hmm? I'll give you an example. Gambling. Gambling is quick money. You just play... Uh, what's that game called? Blackjack or whatever or poker. And you, and you play on your luck. By the way, I was uh, surprised, you'd be surprised, and a lot of uh, kids play areas in Lyon. And, and uh, you know those, uh, someone home. Yeah, I, won't, I won't name the brand, I'm not going to talk against it. But kids play areas in shopping malls, okay? You know about them or not? Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of them have these so-called gambling machines. Where you just you just uh, turn a someone turn a disc around and if it falls on ten thousand you get ten thousand tickets. They do it in indirect. Indirect, sneaky way. Okay, that's how shaitan works. Sneaky. And by the way, out of all the games there in the play area, this is the easiest game and you make the most money in there. But most people are are hooked to that game. Subhanallah, you know. And so gotta be careful. What about people who steal? What are they after? Money. Quick money. Lana, earning halal income, does it happen quick, overnight? Gradually. Well, gradually. You set up a business and you lose in the first year, a second year, and then you slowly start growing. But that's the real halal income. Shaitan says, no, no, no. Let's rob a bank. Let's do some fraud. Sell drugs. Exactly. Sell drugs. Do all sorts of like uh, illegal things to make the quick buck. Yes. Last time somebody robbed the bank, Madri, honestly. Oh, he told us the story was one. The, the shaitan got, told the girl uh, to rob the bank for the ticket to jail. She said that uh, the shaitan told him to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so someone robbed. And it doesn't have to be a bank. You could rob. Ah. Uh, sensitive? <laughs> Entertainment. Are people watching halal entertainment or robbed entertainment? The stuff that you download off of the internet. The, the stuff that you download off of the internet. Pirated stuff. Stuff that's stolen. You put copyrighted stuff I know people who steal because they upload it to YouTube. Yeah. Why do people download torrents of movies? And why don't they... Um, a movie just came out. It's not available on DVD yet. You can't buy the original. Why do people want to watch it on torrent? Thank you. They don't want to wait. Okay. Impatience. It's that same idea of you know, lack of patience. So Aks rahmani system where everything is gradual. You want the instant satisfaction. You want to watch the movie now, and therefore you don't care how you watch it. I don't care. I'm going to download the torrent. 
I'm going to, you know, buy, or not buy, I'm going to see something that's illegal. Is it, is it illegal to watch movies that are stolen and put on torrents? In Allah's system, is that illegal? Shraikum. What do you think? You tell me. Highly guided movie, and by the way, good point. And you, and you find these one dinar movies. Ah, good question. Okay, so does that make it a halal movie then? <laughs> yes or no? You pay one dinar. What's the real value of this movie? Yeah. But it's not even out yet, and you want to watch it, and you want to pay, and you're. Sorry to say. People who buy these one dinar movies, not only are they committing a, a sin or haram, yani, they're uh, actually being cheap. Lana, they're not even valuing the stuff they watch. Sahu <laughs> Lala, hey, litcha, yani. You know, you're being stingy. You. But by the way, um, how many of you think that this is a adi, uh, yani? It's not a big deal. What do you think? Yeah, he stole the movie, Haram Ali. I buy it for one dinar. You want my opinion on this? Zabun, <coughs> my opinion on this? <coughs> Buying stuff, whether it's entertainment, whether it's books, whether it's computer software, okay? You, you download the free Windows or the free. Mac operating system or download the free MS Office. Hadil Ashya are super duper haram. And if you are engaged in those things, you're going to be attracting major negative energy in your life. And uh, you are not only are you buying something stolen, you are actually violating the rights of someone else. Whose rights are you violating? Thank you. The guy who made the movie, the guy who spent so much effort and time and, and direction and movie making, the author who spent so much time in writing the book, you're violating his right. The guy who made that computer software, you're, by, you're violating their rights. Oh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay, if you don't pray, that's between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when you violate the rights of others, that's a serious, serious crime. Okay? With a chufun ayat al-Quran, scary ayat. Inshallah, in Ramadan, I'm going to be giving a talk on this, yani, inshallah. If I wait for that. Surah al-Hujurat, inshallah. We'll talk about it in Ramadan, inshallah. Yes, but today I want to talk about interesting topic uh, related to shaitan. Again, re refresh me, remind me, why are we studying shaitan? And why are we studying uh, the footsteps of the devil? So we stay away from him and we know who real, he really is. And what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell us about the devil? You gotta take him seriously. You can't take him lightly. Uh, so today's talk is about Hadil Ayah. 
يا أيها الناس كلوا مما في الأرض حلالا طيبا ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين okay. يا أيها الناس who is Allah talking to إحنا كل الناس yes very good مبين يعني very clear very clear بين يعني أشكره he's your obvious enemy okay and he's very and Allah describes the tricks of shaitan and he describes us who shaitan is this so that he can be very clear to us and when you study shaitan and you study his tricks and his strategies and his philosophy and the way he attacks us he becomes mubeen to you you see him you you see his tricks you identify his whispers you become sensitive to things around you but when you don't study shaitan from the quran is he going to be Mubin? What's the opposite Mubin? Something that you can't see. Something that's hidden. Okay? Today, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is talking about this concept of Khutuwat al-Shaytan. It's repeated four times in the Quran. Four times in the Quran. Okay? Khutuwat al-Shaytan. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the concept of كُلُوا مِمَّا فِي الْأَرْضِ حَلَالًا طَيِّبًا Okay? يعني خطوات الشيطان is mentioned in the form of eating شن معنات كُلُوا مِمَّا فِي الْأَرْضِ حَلَالًا طَيِّبًا What does that mean? ها شباب كُلُوا مِمَّا فِي الْأَرْضِ حَلَالًا طَيِّبًا What does that mean? يعني اكلوا من الأرض شيء حلال وطيب Okay, very good. How does that have to do with footsteps of shaitan? What's the connection? <laughs> okay, very good. So, Is this ayah only referring to food that we eat? No. Is Allah only talking about eating halal food like halal meat? By the way, do you know what halal meat and yeah. non-halal meat is? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. But it depends what you're slaughtering bad, right or no? Yeah. And if you're saying Bismillah and it's a pig, you can't eat it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, are, are, are we supposed to hate pigs? What do you think? We just can't eat them. A lot of people have this misconception. Now. We shouldn't, you know, talk about pigs. We shouldn't. Uh, uh, yani, again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Ask a scholar. I'm not a scholar. I'm not a sheikh. Okay. We're talking about shaitan here. Okay, so. Guys. Okay, you can laugh and, and play around after class, inshallah. Eat from whatever is the earth, halalan tayyiban. What's the difference between halalan and tayyiban? What's the difference between halalan and tayyiban? Okay, halal is pretty simple, يعني, straightforward. صح? Haram, halal. So anything that's allowed is halal. Anything that's not allowed is? Haram. Haram. Halal or haram. Okay. What's the difference in the Quran? 
طيب is different طيب is talking about something beneficial to you something that's healthy, beneficial, clean, pure okay what's the opposite of something healthy, beneficial, clean, pure خبيث يسمونه خبائث okay something that's filthy it's dirty it's disgusting it's okay فالله هني he's talking about food but he's talking about a bigger concept عن خطوات الشيطان it's the concept of earning halal income and eating halal food and eating نعم Ah, McDonald's in London. Again, high moment. You need to ask a, a faqih. I'm not a faqih, so don't ask me fiqh-related questions. Let's talk about khutuwat al-shaytan, footsteps of shaytan. Why did Allah call them footsteps of shaytan? Following his footsteps. Very good. He does it slowly and gradually. By the way, Shaitan, one of his qualities is he's extremely, extremely patient. He's extremely patient. Okay? He will wait for 20 years to get you into trouble. Get you one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. And earning halal income. Okay? Uh, let's say, for example, you're working in a, in a company. You're not stealing millions of dinars. What you're doing is you're just using the office phone for personal calls. Is that halal or haram? Haram. But is it a big deal or a small deal? And Allah, big deal. And, and society, it's a small deal. Using the office printer for personal printing tasks. Halal, haram? Yeah, it's not allowed. And these are resources for the company. Shaitan says, you know what, Adi, first step, use the office phone, use the office printer, it's okay. But then you get, you get into the accounting position where you're handling checks, so, you know, money and all that kind of stuff, and inflow and outflow and banks and all this. One day you get an opportunity to handle some cash, and Shaitan comes to you and says, you know what? There's 30,000 dinars here. It's okay, it's not a big deal. No one's going to find out. They take it out and guess what? Nobody finds out. It's 20 dinars. Step two. Step three, you wonder, hmm, 20 dinars, let's upgrade. Let's go for 100 this month. You take out a hundred, nobody finds out. You get away with it. Three step, four step, five step, six step, seven step, you go for the big win. Yeah, maybe not the whole thing, but let's say you go for, I don't know, 10,000 dinars, whatever. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? They're going to find out. And when they find out, what's going to happen to you? Not only do you get fired, what else? What's even worse than that? Reputation gets messed up, you're, you're arrested, it's in the news, your family are disgraced of you. They can't believe that you did such a stupid thing and such a disgraceful thing. Your wife hates you, your you know, kids look at you as a burglar now, and in society everyone 
hates you. Everyone's angry at you. And Allah calls such people مغضوب عليهم. Yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say Allah is angry with them. Who is angry with them? Everybody around you is angry with you. Who led you to this step? It started with what? It started with a phone call. A one minute phone call using the office phone for personal calls for ordering some lunch okay ordering jasmis for lunch that's where it started one step at a time one step at a time adam alayhi salam hawa didn't they fall for the for shaitan's trap did they fall for it well la did it happen overnight shraikum it didn't happen overnight I mean, we don't know exactly how long it took, but Allah subhanahu wa says in Surah Al-A'raf, فَدَلَّاهُمَا بِغُرُورٍ Which means that الدلو in the Arabic language is well. You know the bucket that's lowered down to pick up some water from the well? And then you pull it up. But that's the idea. Shaitan was pulling them one step at a time. One whisper at a time. Okay? Eventually, did he get there? Oh, by the way, and it's a pretty big accomplishment for shaitan. Put yourself in Adam and Hawa's shoes, right? You're in Jannah. Everything there is halal. And Allah told you, now this tree, don't eat from it. Do everything else. Everything else is allowed for you except this one tree. Allah didn't say don't eat from it. He said don't go near it even. Why did Allah say don't go near it? Yes. Ah, what kind of trap though? Why did Allah say don't go near it? Why don't go near it? Allah could have said don't eat from it. Thank you. Okay, so if, if, if the eating from a tree is the last step, Allah is saying don't even take the first step towards the tree. Because shaitan... Yeah, that first, he wants that first step, by the way, Minnik. He wants you to take one step closer to that goal. One step closer. Okay? And khalas, he can wait 10 years for you to take the next step, and the third step, and the fourth step. Fatiftashlon Shaitan is very, very, very patient with us. At the same time, by the way, Allah here is talking about money and eating. Halal income. I know this doesn't apply to you guys. Most of you don't work yet. Most of you are not earning money yet. Okay? But the idea of hatta consumption of haram entertainment. I'm not talking about shamelessness. I'm talking about stolen movies that are downloaded off torrents. Books that are stolen from their authors and put on the computer to download for free. Okay? All these things are part of consumption of, of, of uh, haram. And so if you, are, if you as a teen, for you it's Adi, it's not a big deal to buy one dinar DVD. You know, it's cheap, it's instant, it's quick. As you get used to this, what's going to happen? You're going to buy more and more and more. And then when you grow older, you're going to get desensitized. Desensitization. And become, you don't become sensitive to this, exactly. And for you, if it's not a big deal, alaykum salam. 
إذا بالنسبة لكم it's not a big deal to download a torrent of a movie then you become insensitive to it مع الوقت you start not caring about bigger things okay Here, but but I'll tell you another different context of this concept of khutwat shaitan. Allah talks about, "Ya ayyuh aladina amanu, O you who believe." Okay, Allah is talking to us, inshallah. Okay, "La tabi'u khutwat shaitan." Don't follow the footsteps of shaitan. And listen to this: "Wamin yatab wamin yatabi' khutwat shaitan, fa'innu yamuru bil fahshai wal munkar." And whoever follows the footsteps of shaitan, what's going to happen? Shaitan will command you to fahsha and munkar. فَإِنَّهُ يَأْمُرُ شُنَوْا أَمْرُ يَعْنِي Command. He will command you. If you follow his footsteps, he will command you. What does command mean? How can shaitan command us? I thought Allah is supposed to command us. When you start getting closer and closer to shaitan, What's happening to your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Getting weaker and weaker. And you're going farther and farther and farther away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iman in your heart is getting weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. Now you stop praying, stop reading Quran, not really interested in anything to do with Islam. You're getting closer to shaitan. Until the point where shaitan says, Yalla, go there. What do you do? Shaitan says, watch this. You watch it. Shaitan says, say this to that person. You say it. Okay? You become like a remote control. Shaitan has you in his hands like a remote control, he, like a joystick. He commands you. Go there. Do this. Say that. Let's ruhani, And you follow his commands. In the Quran, Allah calls this Ibadat al Shaitan, actually. Remember last week, Ibrahim Islam قال حقبو يا أبتي لا تعبد الشيطان. Thank you. لا تعبد الشيطان. There are people who actually are so close to Shaitan in terms of their footsteps that they're actually worshiping him. معناته he commands and what do they do? He commands and they obey. يعني ال believers المؤمنين كانوا يقولون سمعنا وأطعنا تهو. سمعنا وأطعنا. We hear and we obey. Who did the believers say this to? To Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. صح؟ الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم. Whatever he would say is revelation from Allah. And therefore, when the believers heard this, they would say سمعنا وأطعنا. But as for those who worship Shaitan, what do they? Who are they saying سمعنا وأطعنا to? Shaitan. So let's talk about this concept What's fahsha and what's munkar? He commands you to do fahsha and he commands you to do munkar. Any idea? Let's talk about fahsha first. Let's talk about the relationship Okay. Close. Very close. اللي أنت قاعد تتكلم عنه that is called فاحشة in the Quran. Allah سبحانه uses فحشة and he uses فاحشة. Okay. Similar words. 
Oh, by the way, interestingly, the roots of this word, Shabab, last warning, huh? Fahisha, the root word of Fahisha is Fahsh. There's another word that's close to Fahsh in the Arabic language. Best balcon for a swallow and tell us. Wash, she no wash, Yanni. A beast, a monster, a, a dangerous monster is called wash in the Arabic. Okay, someone who is a threat to you is called a wash. And so Allah is saying that fahsha is very similar to fahsh is similar to wash. Okay. Fuhsh has to deal with indecency, indecency and shamelessness. It has to deal with a lot of uh, this thing that you mentioned, relationship outside of marriage between a male and a female. Shilfark bin Fahisha or Fahsha. Fahsha are the thoughts you have about doing certain things. They're just thoughts. You're not, you haven't fallen into the trap yet. But these are the footsteps. You have thoughts, you have an idea, you have certain imagination about something going on. You watch certain things that make you think about certain things. What about fahisha? If the fahsha are just the thoughts and the ideas, what is fahisha? Hmm? Yeah, falling into it. Kalimat fahisha. Fahsha, it's an idea. Fahsha, it's an idea in the air. Fahisha. Fahisha, it's bringing you down. Fahisha, immediately. Alif in Fahsha is right at the end of the kalima. Uh, sorry, Fahsha is at the end. Fahisha Fahisha. You fall into that trap or you become worse than a monster. You become literally like a monster. Unfortunately, we're living in these times where but he was telling me about the stories in school where you know girls and boys and the way girls are يعني, or the way boys treat girls it's يعني, للأسف, very very they treat them like they're garbage thank you for the nice word يعني. with all due respect but yes you treat them like objects garbage objects okay Oh, um, let's talk a bit about the entertainment industry. Is it, is it giving you footsteps towards fahsha? What do you think, Shraiko? Yes? The sad realities. What do these smiles mean? Okay. And Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is here saying that shaitan, when you follow his footsteps, he's going to command you to think of these evil thoughts. And by the way, when you get into this game of getting close to the fahisha, it's only a matter of time, صح? Yes or no? Yes. It's only a matter of time. Okay? There was a guy who went to the Prophet ﷺ. He was a very young guy, someone maybe in his teens, maybe similar to your age. Rahiq Rasulullah and he said that, Ya Rasulullah, 
I'm desperate to get married. I am going crazy and I'm, يعني, you know, help me out here. Rasulullah شنو قال له? Sorry, al-Subay قال حق the Prophet يا رسول الله I want to commit zina. I want to commit this fahisha. Zina is the act of fahisha, the act of relationship between man and woman outside of marriage. Okay. Or حتى when you're married, you cheat on your wife. That's also called zina. Okay. What is boyfriend girlfriend and they cheat? Boyfriend girlfriend and they cheat on who? On their boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah. Again, here, tara, yani, um, by the way, there is a different term for boyfriend, girlfriend in the Quran. It's not fahsha. It's not fahsha. Fahsha is the act itself. Okay? It's the act between a man and a woman outside of marriage or as cheating on your wife. Okay? Um, فَإِنَّهُ يَأْمُرُ بِالْفَحْشَاءِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about zina, this act, Allah says, وَلَا تَقْرَبُوا الزِّنَا وَلَا شِنُو؟ صاير هناك عيب إذا ما تبي تحترمني احترم القرآن أوكي؟ لا سوري أنا ما أحب كذي أوكي؟ قلت لكم كم مرة فَإِنَّهُ يَأْمُرُ بِالْفَحْشَاءِ He commands you to, to commit this fahsha, to have these thoughts, these evil, shameless thoughts. Is it common? These thoughts, is it common? Okay. Are we getting into the footsteps? Yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلَا تَقْرَبُوا الزِّنَا What else did he say don't go near besides zina? I just told you. Don't go near the tree. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that just like Adam and Hawa fell into the trap of the tree when they fell into, when they went close to the tree, if you go close to zina, you're gonna fall in the trap. For you know, white shabab uni and they say, you know what, brother Fahad, you know, I can control myself. It's okay. I just have a girlfriend, but I'll control myself. I know, I know my limits. Then, is that uh, who's talking here? Yeah, these are footsteps of shaitan. Okay, be my guest. You want to go and try? You want to act like Superman and say, I can handle it? I know my limits. Go ahead. Who knows your limits? You or Allah? And Allah says, Don't go near it. Okay, don't follow these footsteps. Um, this idea of being sensitive to these things. Okay, very important topic. Very, very, very important topic. Ilyom, this indecency, this fahsha, these evil thoughts and these thoughts of... By the way, what did shaitan end up doing to Adam and Hawa when they ate from the tree? What happened to them? No, before that, what happened to them immediately after they ate from the tree? Yeah, their, their clothes came off, basically. Okay? But that... That was what shaitan's goal was. How they can't head of shaitan. Lana, when clothes come off, or when you start wearing tighter clothes, or when you start wearing less clothes, what spreads in society? Fah? Fahsha. Okay? Fah. 
يعني unfortunately we're living in times where you have فحشاء ideas in movies you have فحشاء ideas in your phones on whatsapp and facebook on youtube on twitter on on the uh, يعني in the malls in the way adverts are made nowadays حتى في billboard signs okay فالشيطان is attacking us from all these different angles الحين um, I want to share with you something wisdom from the Prophet's example okay لما الولد الصغير the small boy went to the Prophet and he said Ya Rasulullah give me permission to commit zina you know what the Prophet did he did something amazing yes نعم good good do you, do you, would you mind it if someone did the same to your sister or your mother or your aunt or your grandma? And obviously, you know, what's the logical answer? No, right? Don't hack al grandma. But the idea is what did the Prophet do in this example? Yalla, min al guli. Not really. Not really. The Prophet ﷺ is diverting his attention to something else. You know what, what's going to happen if I give you a one hour lecture on don't watch movies, don't listen to these music videos, don't beware of shamelessness, beware of this filth, this shamelessness. What's going to happen? You're going to do even more. Then uh, there's this law in the universe called the law of resistance. The law of, you know? Okay? This law states that what you resist, you attract. What you resist in your life, you attract. So if you're going to resist I don't want to watch this, I don't want to watch this, I don't want to smoke, I don't want to have a girlfriend, I don't want to be poor, I don't want to be sick. What are you attracting in your life? Being poor, being sick. All these things, all these negative things you're attracting in your life. For Rasulullah didn't tell him, Astaghfirullah, no, don't say that, you can't do zina, it's haram. Allah said, no, 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 don't do this, don't, these are footsteps of shaitan, don't do this, don't. What did he do? Diverted his attention to something positive. He started talking about his sister. Is talking about his sister positive or yeah. Yes, he talked about his mother. He talked about his khala, his amma, his aunt. His... You see the wisdom? Unfortunately, when this topic comes up about shamelessness, Suhadi, I don't know if it does it come up much or in like your Islamic studies class. Usually, usually this stuff is hidden under the carpet. It's an odd conversation to have. It's a bit difficult. Coming back to this topic, we have munkar left. Okay, How to avoid fahsha now? Who can tell me? How to stop these evil thoughts and these shames? Yes. Zakallah khair. Thank you so much. Shismik. Khalid, سمعتوا خالد شقال؟ Divert your attention to something else. 
If you start resisting, no, I don't want to watch this. No, 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 no. You're going to attract. Instead of asking Allah to stop you, by the way, it's another mistake a lot of people do. Okay? I'm going to talk about this in my upcoming talk, Divine Connection, March 12th. Okay, you guys have to come to this talk. It's about khushu' fi salah. It's called Divine Connection, your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in salah. The tagline is Upgrade Your Prayers. We need to have more, a more meaningful prayer. Salatna lazim kun fiya khushu' akthar. Lazim nifham shga'angul. We really need to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And wallahi, if you do change your prayers, your life will change. But I'm going to give a talk for about two to three hours on March 12th. And, and if you're serious about your life and about purifying yourself, come there. Then um, I'll share with you the stuff on the, on the group, inshallah. Okay? That's... The reason I brought this, this topic up of uh, dua, right? Dua. A lot of people, they make the mistake, Ya Allah, I don't want to watch this shamelessness. Ya Allah, remove this shamelessness from my life. Ya Allah, I don't want to have a girlfriend. Ya Allah, make this girlfriend go away from my life. What are you doing? You're attracting her more. Yes, because you're resisting. But what should your dua be, actually? Ya Allah, don't focus on her. Let, don't resist her. She's in your life. Then you want to get rid of her. What do you do? You make dua. Ya Allah, get me busy with something else. Ya Allah, give me some purpose in my life. Ya Allah, you know, give me good friends. Ya Allah, get, get, me, into, get me hooked to certain gatherings where we talk about good things. Ya Allah, help me, give me the love of reading books. Get busy with something beneficial, basically. That's, that's, the, that's the key here. Okay? I don't want to talk a lot about this topic. Then the law of resistance will kick in. Okay? But we'll move on. But you guys get the idea? Fahsha is thoughts. Fahsha is the actual act. If you start engaging in fahsha too much, you're getting into the footsteps of shaitan, you will become desensitized. girlfriend, boyfriend, Adi, we're just talking. Adi, we're just going to the movies. Adi, we're just friends. Adi, we're just teens. Every, everyone has a girlfriend and boyfriend. But you get desensitized. Adi, Adi, Adi. Everything becomes Adi. You go up a level, Adi. Up a level, Adi. Normal. It's okay. Relax. Chill. And you fall into the fahisha. And there's some horror stories, by the way. Literally, I had someone uh, very close to me, very close friend of mine, who unfortunately fell into the fahisha, and, he, and the girl ended up getting pregnant, and they had to get an abortion. Abortion uh, is basically killing a child, basically, before it's born. Again, I'm not a faqih, I'm not a scholar. So don't ask me halal, haram questions. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's, yeah. Huh? So there's different techniques, okay? But again, that's not the topic. But you guys get the idea here? It's, yani, abortion is killing a child. Okay? Is this, is this thing a living creature? The baby in the mother's womb. You see what shaitan led you to do? It started with what? 
It started with a smile, Adi. It started with a doing homework after class together, Adi. Okay. فَتُفَوْ what Allah talks about later. It's really amazing. Allah talks about the concept of tazkiyah here. وَلَوْلَا فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَتُهُ مَا زَكَى مِنْكُمْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ أَبَدًا And then Allah says, it talks about tazkiyah again. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يُزَكِّي مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ Okay. But what does tazkiyah mean? Zakka, tazkiyah. Thank you. Good, Jasim. Purification, cleansing, cleaning up the dirt. Okay. Cleaning up the filth. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, cleansing your body, yani you taking a shower every day is, is part of tazkiyah. But what kind of tazkiyah are we talking about here? Men, who's the, the smart person who's going to tell me what tazkiyah is Allah talking about here? What cleansing are we talking about? Not your body, your inner soul. Cleansing your body. Thank you. Cleansing. Your mind, cleansing your thoughts. You shouldn't even have these evil thoughts in your mind in the first place. Uh, guys, can we pay attention? For purification happens in the mind. These thoughts that come to you, you purify them. Oh, there's purification of the heart. Okay. And a question for you, by the way. Um, Smoking. Is it common, by the way? Hands up for, for some, uh, those of you who know friends your age who smoke. Okay, thank you. Okay, so it's pretty real. It's a pretty real problem, okay? Um, any smoker, if you ask any smoker, is smoking harmful for you or not? What are they going to say? If you, if you give them a 10-question exam on the harms of smoking, will they pass it? Will Allah? Most probably they'll pass. They know the harms of smoking. They know, all smokers know that smoking may cause lung cancer. All smokers know that smoking may cause death. They know this stuff. Okay? Very good, very good. So now let's, let's dig deeper now. So if a smoker knows, by the way, where is knowledge? Here. It's here. If a smoker knows that smoking is bad for your health, it's, it's going to kill you, why does he keep doing it? Who's deciding? Who's deciding to smoke every time? Not shaitan. You can't blame shaitan for smoking. <laughs> yeah, but what part of yourself? Yes. Thank you. Your heart, okay? Um, we'll end with this, okay? But your heart, listen to this very carefully. Your mind just has information. Who makes the decisions in your body? Your heart makes the decisions. If your heart, because you have gone in deep footsteps with the shaitan, is your heart going to be filled with nur? And light, or is it going to be filled with zulumat and darkness? Zulumat and darkness. Very good. For when this information about smoking killing and smoking being harmful to you, when it gets passed on to the decision maker, who's the decision maker? Your heart. It gets passed on to the decision maker. 
Your heart, if it's not clean, if it has no nur in it, if it's corrupted, what decision are you going to make? What's, what's the bad decision? Look, you're going to smoke the cigarettes, guys. Information is there. You pass the exam of smoking being harmful. You take it, it gets processed. Estefti qalbak. Ask your heart, Allah says, you know, to the Prophet. Consult your heart. The heart checks its status. Uh, the heart is in bad shape, not close to Allah, it's close to shaitan. Therefore, make the wrong decision. Smoke. Enjoy it. For how do you stop smoking? By the way, Tafun and no smoking sign. Tafun no smoking sign. Let's look at it. What does this sign do, by the way? Yalla, who, who's, who's smart to tell me? What does this sign do? Because of which law? The law of resistance. The law of resistance. Yes, by the way, your mind, it doesn't see that red circle. What does it see? Yeah, it doesn't capture that stuff, okay? Fa the idea of resisting smoking is only going to get you to smoke more and more. If you make dua, Ya Allah, I want to quit smoking. Ya Allah, I want to quit smoking. Are you going to quit smoking? Never. It's not going to happen. Okay? You have to replace it with something else. And by the way, so the question is, how do you quit smoking? Okay, and what do you do with the heart? And the heart is a decision maker. If you fix the heart, what happens to everything else? Everything else is fixed. All the decisions you make, inshallah, will be good decisions. If you fix what? If you fix... Okay, and we'll end with this. If you fix your heart, you will make the right decisions in terms of what to see and what not to see. If you fix your heart and it's someone tezkiya, purification, and you clean your heart, you will make the right decisions in terms of where to go and where not to go. What to say and what not to say. Who to be friends with, who to go out with and who not to go out with. Okay? Does it make sense what I'm saying? For purification, tezkiya. And tezkiya, does it take time also? Until you went with footsteps of shaitan to a very advanced level. What about Tazkiya? Takes time, صح? What do you think? Takes time or not? I'll give you something strange. The con. What is the concept of Tawbah and Istighfar? Yeah. New page. Sah Shabab. Tawbah and istighfar and asking for forgiveness. It's a new page in your life. Fal Mafrud, what happens after Tawbah? The heart should start getting yani it should it should be clean from that. But what does the mind keep saying? 
What does shaitan keep telling you? La, you're messed up. It's still not clean. You're still going to do it again. You're going to still do it again. You keep resisting it. But then you never, you never come out of that. Okay? But the idea here is, وَبَعْطِكُمْ مِثَالْ عَنْ مُوسَى عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ Okay? Musa alayhi salam, before he was a prophet, he got into a fight. He got angry. And he punched someone. And what happened? He murdered someone accidentally. Zain? Right after he murdered someone, what did he say? Astaghfirullah. He, he made tawbah. And Allah says in the Quran, فَغَفَرَ لَهَ And Allah forgave him. It means immediately Allah forgave him. Okay. Shaitan will say, it's, it's not really open. Allah, you know, he's going to forgive you, but slowly, slowly. You're going to have to make istighfar a thousand times, and then Allah will forgive you. It's a long process. Is it a long process to make tawbah and, and start a new page? Is it? No, it's not. I mean, this is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That getting into bad deeds is a long process. But it's coming back to Allah, it's a fast process. It's instant. You make the decision, khalas, from now onwards, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to get over this. I'm going to start living a meaningful life. I'm going to start doing positive things in my life. I'm going to start thinking about positive things. My? Take advantage of this gift of tawbah and istighfar and stop resisting. Stop doing jihad against your nafs. Okay? Stop struggling against your nafs. So, Samatu and the statement jihadun nafs? Samatu and jihadun nafs? Struggling against the nafs? It doesn't exist in the Quran, this statement. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never ever in the Quran told us Jahidu and Fusakum. He said Jahidu bi amwalikum wa anfusikum. Put some effort with your money and with your nafs. Not against it. And again, law of resistance. If you go against your nafs, what are you going to do? You're going to attract more negativity. More negativity, more negativity. Yani my friend the other day, he was asking me for advice on waking up for Fajr. Okay, we're, we're finished. He told me, Fahad, I'm struggling. I can't wake up for Fajr. Please give me some advice. I'm trying to do jihad in nafs. I'm trying to tell my nafs, stop sleeping. Wake up, wake up, stop sleeping. Stop sleeping, you're a hypocrite. You're not waking up. You're not praying in the masjid. You can't do it. What was he doing? Resisting. He's resisting against his nafs. He's... And you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qad aflaha man zakaha. He talks about the nafs. Qad aflaha man zakaha. The one who purifies it has won. Waqad khaba man dasaha. And the one who suppresses it is a loser. Subhanallah. If you suppress your nafs, you lose. Qad khaba man dasaha. But what, what advice did I give him? Shraikum. Not think about it. Not think about it, you're not going to wake up. <laughs> I told him, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, but pay attention. In waking up for Fajr. By the way, if you want to know your level of your Iman, 
ask yourself ask yourself out of seven days in a week how many times you woke up and prayed Fajr in time and if you're above 10 years of age for the boys ask yourself how many times you woke up for Fajr and prayed in the masjid I'm just telling you you want to know the the thermometer of Iman it's it's Salat al-Fajr because it's um, it's really that level of Iman. Okay, if you're waking up one time, one out of seven, you got a lot of work to do on your Iman. If you're waking up six out of seven, mashallah, great, keep it up, try better. If you're, if it's zero out of seven, then you're pretty high up there, yeah. Okay. Um, for what advice did I give him? And I'll end. The advice I told him: tell yourself that I want to do a favor to my nafs by waking up for Fajr tomorrow. Because when I wake up for Fajr tomorrow, my nafs is going to be happy, it's going to be peaceful, it's going to have a nice day, it's going to be a positive day, and I'm going to be in a good mood, and I'm going to be productive, and I'm going to have energy, and Allah will put barakah in my life, and in my work, and in my, you know, my job. But tell yourself a positive thing about salah. By waking up for fajr, I'm doing my nafs a favor. This is called jihad bin nafs. Mujihadun nafs. Jihad bin nafs. You're using your nafs to do something good for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're using your nafs in a positive way to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any questions? Okay, everything clear? Khutwat al-Shaytan, beware, don't go near, Yeah, you know what, what we're talking about, and focus on not resisting, but focus on positive, focus on shifting your attention to positive, or focus on purification, Con decide, focus on cleaning your heart, try to watch, I'm not saying don't watch TV, that's resistance, right? Watch beneficial stuff. Alhamdulillah, we have on-demand TV. You can control what you watch. Watch which messages you open in your WhatsApp. Watch which videos you open on YouTube. Control. Yeah, this is called taqwa. Protect your heart. Protect it. It's like a shield. Okay? Don't just open anything. Don't just see anything your friends send you. Okay? Now that's going to mess it up. Now I'm kind of uh, I mean, you know, these steps, these are, you, know, you can't really see them. Yes, so he leaves tracks in your heart. Every bad sin is a black so those are his tracks, the black spots in your heart. Can you see the black spots in your heart? No. By the way, Tafun, um, I keep saying this is the last thing and I keep adding stuff. This is the, seriously the last thing. Okay? Uh, a very amazing definition of taqwa is your ability to take your heart out, put it on a piece of plate and show it to everybody around you. 
without any shame, without any embarrassment, then that's all clean. You have nothing to hide. You have no sins to hide. You don't have secret things going on in your life which nobody knows about. You don't have jealousy. You don't have anger. You, have, you don't have jealousy and you don't have any of these negative things. Your heart is pure. It's clean. It's filled with love and peace. Okay? But ask yourself, am I ready to take my heart out and show it to everybody around me? Yeah. Ready, inshallah? Yalla. Nibdab Joseph, inshallah. All right, guys. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallah. Bihamdik. Nashirun la ilaha ilaha. Nashirun la ilaha ilaha. See you next week, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.